What's up, guys? We're back. High Street Freaks uh, here with Ryan and DJ. Maybe a day late, but what do you want from us? Um, we're, we're, you know, I think we're, we're pretty plugged in at this point. We're ready for this game. Um, I don't know. I, I, are, are we excited? Is, are you guys excited? I can see on your faces, and I think the our conversations earlier, like you're just having trouble getting up for this game. Um, is, is, is that true? No, not I'm there. Like I'm ready. You know, it's hit me. It's Thursday. I'm getting into the mode. We've got a three-legged donkey as coach, and we're gonna go in there. We're gonna go into the saloon. <laughs> We've got six shots in the shooter. We're gonna see what happens. But all I know. <laughs> I'm not sure we got. I'm not sure we've got the money in the bank, but we're going to be right. <laughs> we'll see how it turns out for us. I don't know. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm hoping this podcast a little bit of Buckeye Viagra for me. Uh, I, I've seen. I've seen some posting going on. It's starting to kind of. I mean, damn, people are trying their hardest. This fan base get me convinced. I'll say that people are just the posts. They're out there. People Sam are really Block's trying to talk themselves part. into it. <laughs> Sam Block and I believe his, his podcast co-host Ross Fulton as well. Uh, they are. <laughs> they're working hard. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's like. I, I, like you said, we, we know what we got in the chamber, right? We got six shots in there. We know exactly what they look like. We know exactly what the game plan is going to be. We know exactly what the play calls are. You know, the players going to are like the nice thing about Ryan day teams. They are a known quantity. They do not change. You know exactly what you're getting. And the question is like, do you get the version that executes that at like 95% or the one that executes it like 55%? Uh, Roll the dice. That's the only that that's the only thing you get to find out. Yeah, that's the you need to show up and you know what the game plan is exactly. You just get to find out how well they're going to do it. And uh, I have my guess. I'm sure you guys have yours as well. But looking forward to finding out. I've been yeah. I've been muttering shit to myself like all week. Like <laughs> Ryan Day is going to go Joker mode. He's going to go Joker mode. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even just know in the what mirror. exactly Ryan Day Joker mode would entail. <laughs> but like, fuck it. Like, I'm so sick of. I'm so sick of hearing like. That's so funny. Got nothing to lose. Like it's you know it's nobody believes in us. Why does nobody believe in you? Like let's go run the tape and see why. You know what I mean? It's like but, but it's, like, on, me, it's, 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 it's like me walking into a Fortune 500 boardroom and telling their shareholders. But nobody had the faith in me becoming like CEO. Why would they have faith? Look at my personal life; it's in shambles. Like you think I would fucking? Like, what's that? Um, what's that movie where they nominate the wrong guy for uh, a C Barton Fink? You guys ever seen Barton? Brian Day's the Barton Fink of Buckeye football. Uh, it's it's a Coen Brothers movie where they they pick the janitor as CEO because they think they can make him a puppet. That's basically what happened to Ryan Day. But uh, no, but it's so funny. You've been doing the the Joker mode thing for Ryan Day. I've been I've been. It's my annual this week in between Christmas and New Year is always my movie catch up week where I just catch up all the shit that I missed all all year. And I've been like watching everything and just like seeing different clips of like oh I bet I could use that for a Ryan Day reaction video on Twitter. I'm like oh yeah that, that's I'm I'm gonna use I'm gonna borrow that from from Tar. I'm gonna use that from Avatar. I could see that being a Ryan Day reaction gif. Uh, <laughs> you're just you're just I'm gonna use the, the. Did you just call it Tar? Yeah. Tar the movie Tar. Oh, is that? Oh, I thought you were talking like Avatar. <laughs> no, that would be good. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't Let's call it Tar. Tar movie. You've always seen Tar too, yeah. I, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'd be making fun of Marvel adults if you're out here calling me like I'm going to call it. See no, tar. that's pretty. You're on that a is pretty name, funny. A nickname basis with Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and my boy Jimmy Cameron, we were out there. He was making Tar too. It was a good time. <laughs> uh, 
no, but uh, no, but yeah, Kevin, what do you been th- how you been feeling? I I don't know. I'm 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 probably talking myself into it more than you guys. Um, I think my my thing is like technically, like if you just like break it down in the most like technical sense, there's no reason why Ohio State shouldn't be able to compete in this game. And so, like, I guess all of the things that like make me nervous are like all the like tangential things surrounding the game. And like, do I really have faith that they're gonna just like put all that stuff together and like the locker room's gonna be like solid and stuff like that? Like, I don't know, not really. But if you're just like breaking it down from like a schematic, like their players versus our players sort of thing, like there's no reason why Ohio State shouldn't be able to compete in this game. And so I guess I'm just like I don't know, like like DJ said, like what what is Ryan Day's Joker mode? And like the reality is he had a great game against Clemson in twenty twenty. Like that was a that was a great game, great game plan. He just pants Dabo. He uh you know, destroyed Venables and you know, that game was I mean, really, the game was over at halftime and that's what Ohio State needs to do. Um, but I don't know. I, I just I think there is enough in the like that they've shown enough that like gives me some sort of peace in thinking that it could be better than most people are expecting it to be. And I think the other thing that, that gets me going too is like Believing that Georgia is going to blow out Ohio State is the most normie take you could possibly have right now because everybody thinks that. And like yeah. more than that, 92% of the bets right now are on Georgia on the spread right now. And so if you're just riding with Georgia and thinking it's going to be a blowout, like, congratulations, you're the Kirk Herb Street take. Like, you're the one that's listening to ESPN and first take and stuff like that. Like, you know, so that's what gets me. Like, Vegas doesn't really give away money in my experience. I've, I've lost a lot of money from Vegas, in fact. Um, but I just don't think that I, – like, I, I think the line kind of tells the story there. The fact that it's still six and a half despite 92% of the bets on uh, on Georgia at this point, like – I don't know. I, I just I think that there's a lot that's like technically is in Ohio State's favor. I, I wouldn't say that I'm feeling good, but um, I just I don't I'm not as doom and gloom as as most people are because I think like technically this could be a good game. Uh, they can be beat. I mean, Georgia's offensive coordinator he accepted a job with Hugh Jackson with the Browns. So <laughs> he's obviously not that masked, you know, no. he's not, he can't be beat. And, 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 and that, that's a great point. And then that's, that's like one of my main points too, is like everybody who's talking about this matchup is acting like Georgia is suddenly like the 2001 Miami hurricanes. And that's just not true. Like, this is not like, this is not going to go down as one of the like elite, um, best teams in college football history like that's just not true it's, sure. it's not it's not 2001 miami it's not 2019 my uh, lsu or something like that like this is a team that can win the national title it's a very good football team but it's also a team that like beat kentucky 16 to 10 or something like that you know they, they, should they, have, they struggle with missouri they struggle with kent state yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like, and it's a matter yeah. of will do they respect ohio state yeah. because if they don't then the trap door is open right yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I, I just I don't know if it's going to be a trap either way because like I, I think that it, they're going to play a good game. It's still a top, you know, it's a playoff game. And I think it's going to be an ass kicking. Either they have way. Got, they have gotten up on their on their um they have like played well against like the best teams that they've played. And I'll give Georgia that like they all the games that they're sleepy in are like the games that it makes sense to be sleepy in. Uh, like you know they blasted Oregon, they blasted Tennessee. Um, although that game was closer than it should have been too in, in terms of score. So I don't know. I, Georgia is a team that if you look at almost all of their games besides really like that LSU game, 
they let their opponent hang around. And this is an Ohio State team that you can see if things go their way, they can quickly shit out like four touchdowns. It, it, it has happened before. And so I can see Georgia almost pulling an Ohio State here and like what we've seen against like Michigan and some of these other games that shouldn't be as close as they are and just letting Ohio State stay in this game for way too long and then suddenly Ohio State just has too many playmakers. I just, I don't think it's as easy. Georgia is just not a team that's going to come in and blow out Ohio State. Like that, that's just not what they've shown all season. They really have that one. I mean, did it, haven't they? Did it, what did they do to Oregon? They did. They did. That that is that is the one thing. Like, and I I don't I don't know if that is like that Oregon. I would team say Oregon's the, the most same. comparable. No, you're right. You're right. The Oregon team looked a lot better as the year went on, but I also say it's probably just in terms of stylistic play. Yeah, it's probably the most and comparable Tennessee. team to Ohio State they've seen all season. And Tennessee, and Tennessee. yeah, and and they, and they did shut down. And they probably, sh- yeah, and they probably should have beaten Tennessee by more than they did. Mm-hmm. You, you, Tennessee can actually argue both ways. Like, yes, Tennessee missed on a couple of deep shots they usually hit just on overthrows, but also. Georgia probably could have scored a lot more than the, what they had 26, 27 in that game mm-hmm. if they were like, you know, going, they, but they just kind of sat on Tennessee. But yeah, I mean, look, like they played two teams that are the most similar to us in style and allowed 14 combined points. Like yeah. that makes me a little nervous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I think Georgia definitely has some flaws. Like it's, it, it's the Georgia team can move, the ball can be moved to them, right? It's possible to do. They're not, they're not last year's defense. They're not that defense that had six or seven first round picks. They are beatable, but they're also just such a more physical team than Ohio State. Like, uh, I just get the sense they're just going to punch these guys in the mouth and Ohio State's going to lay down. Like, that, yeah, that's the could, way it I, could I get kinda... ugly quickly. It could get ugly yeah. quickly. Yeah, and I mean, that's totally fair. I, I think that I would be... I think I'll, even even the way they lost against Michigan, like, that just hasn't really been a problem for Ohio State this year. Like, I agree that they quit in the second half against Michigan, but, like, if you even go yeah. back and rewatch that Michigan game, like they weren't just like getting owned on every play in the trenches like they were last year. And that's just not consistent with what we've seen of Ohio state this year. That's not to say like Georgia is on another level in terms of their ability to just dominate the trenches on both sides of the ball. Um, They are a very physical football team. And so like, I'm not saying like, Oh, Ohio state's just going to handle it. Like it's going to be a problem, but like, I don't think it's, this is quite the same team as last year that just like is going to fold as soon as it gets, you know, some sort of right pressure pressure in the trenches because at the end of the day i really trust this offensive line a lot more than last year i trust the defensive line a lot more than last year you know you've got um mike hall on the inside if he's healthy like the defensive tackles are really good they can set the front on the uh on the um defensive side i I don't know there's just there is a lot about this game that like i feel like a lot of people are reverting to what we saw last year and not really paying attention to like how ohio state lost against michigan because ohio state lost against michigan by allowing a lot of big plays which really is uncharacteristic, but they did not lose on the average play. They weren't getting pushed around every play. Um, and so I just, I don't know that the Michigan loss necessarily translates perfectly to Georgia because Georgia is also not a team that like wins games by big plays. So I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I just, I think that it's very simplistic to say like, oh, this team got pushed around against Michigan or lost against Michigan. Georgia's just a better version of that. Obviously Georgia's going to win this game. Like that's just a really oversimplified version of, what we've yeah. seen, I think. So I'm not I'm not saying that Ohio State's gonna win, but I just think like a lot of the narrative and the like regular narrative and most people's narrative about this game is just like not really based in reality. And so like there's there's Georgia has players and like they can win this game, but I think Ohio State easily can't too. Um I, I don't necessarily like it does come down to coaching and stuff like that. And obviously nobody really trusts Ryan Data 
do that, but there are paths to victory in this game, and the way that most people are talking is like Ohio State's just going to get blown out here. They could. <laughs> they could. They could. I, I, they, it's just I don't remember a game where I don't re- – I could be talked into any scenario about this game. You yeah. could talk me into any scenario. I could be talking yeah. to Ohio State winning by 40. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, you get up, and that, that's the thing. If Ohio State starts strong, they have to finish the damn game. Yeah. Because they let they let Penn State off the hook, they let Michigan off the hook, and if they let Georgia off the hook, they ain't winning that game either. Because if it gets if they make some big comeback in the second half, we already like we have to be a front running team to win this game. I feel like yeah. If, if Ohio State gets a lead and starts running the football, you can guarantee they're going to lose. Yeah. Uh, that is if you see that early on, like Ohio State goes up 14-3 or something like that, and then you see the next drive comes out, and it's like, uh-oh, two Maya Williams runs. Here we go. It's time to get physical. Ohio State's going to lose by 17 points. Uh, <laughs> that's the way the game goes. <laughs> there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of things you can talk me into or not talk me into. Um, the one that you cannot talk me into is a concept. Ohio State cannot run the ball in Georgia. That is not going to happen. So yeah. if they win this game, it is going to be C.J. Stroud throws for 500 yards. Uh, and Marvin Harrison has like 240 of them, which is possible. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it could happen. Like, if, if you tell me that they basically they learn from the Michigan game and they stop when the ball to Cade Stover so much and they try to get some actual receivers involved Joker in the mode. game plan. Yeah, we get Joker mode Cade Stover. Cade Stover's <laughs> out there just going. He's going renegade on, an, on a blind side defensive end who doesn't see him coming. That's when Did he you see his comments toughest. this week. Which ones? Stay, wait, he, I said in the chat, and he was just like, I'll never admit how much injuries hurt me. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's like, it you, just like did. you just did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's There's so many things that Ohio State players say where, like, our fans rationalize it. Like, what else could they have possibly said? And it's like, you could just say no comment. Right. Like, yeah, especially like, like, it's not like the beat's exactly full of like these tough warriors are going to probe you for like a hard hit right. answer. <laughs> questions. You can just say no comment, move on. If you think you're going to say something like, but whatever, I, I don't want to get into that. I mean, yeah, they just say a lot of dumb little shit though. That, that really does annoy me. Um, I don't know. CJ Stroud's talking about proving the haters wrong. Every yeah, press I, I have zero like, faith. I have zero faith. If this was, if this were Urban Meyer, which, well, you know, I'm glad he's gone and he deserves to be gone and he has nobody to blame for being gone but himself because he sucked at the end. But if this were Urban Meyer with a team six, I mean, would we not be paying, pounding the money line? Because you knew yeah. like, that old pervert was going to yeah. get his dogs hunting. And at the end of the day, you knew he had dogs. And really with this team, is there, I mean, Marvin Harrison, maybe? Like, is there anybody that you know, like when the grenades get fired, do you want C.J. Stroud? In- I think, ironically, like, ah. given what given what his <laughs> reputation was, I think Zach Harrison might be the biggest dog in this team. Like, I know he's gotten a pretty bad reputation well. among Ohio State fans, but like, yep. he's never played bad in a big game for them. Like, he he sh- he's been no. him, whoever he is, he's always shown up as that guy. He doesn't necessarily elevate a ton, but he is consistent in all their games. Yeah. Um, all right, we got one. We got like one. JT. We got one guy we can ride with. I like JT. JTTT. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was good, against, he was I mean, good against Michigan. Very good against Michigan. He was fine. Chip, uh, Chip just on vibes alone. Um. Yeah. Okay. We'll say <laughs> Chip. Uh. Let me get. Uh, <laughs> right? I like. I, I like Emeka. I like Emeka. Um. 
And I, the thing is, mm-hmm. I don't know about Marvin Harrison because, like, they didn't throw him the ball in the game that matters, so... Yeah. yeah, and like my my call junior, I would assume, but given some of the rotation Dude, questions with him, I, you know, like, what's going like, what's going on with this guy? Like, <laughs> if we don't see like like the guy on the team, like here here's what I want to see: if you're a defensive lineman and you hit the quarterback, and you make it look like after you hit him, make it look like you want to go have sex with his girlfriend right afterwards. That's the mentality I want from a defensive lineman. Like I want you to look like the most insane person on the field every time you touch somebody. And if you're not doing that, I don't think you're a dog. Because yeah. it goes it goes back, not to compare it to like Urban Meyer's team, but that's what I always remembered from his team was that little freak in the in the big in the 2007 BCS championship game with the offensive lineman lost his helmet and ran yep. down Zach or uh, Troy said Zach Smith. That's funny. Uh Troy Smith in the final. You know, he was on his third trimester by then, but uh <laughs> it was still like that's that's the mentality that you need. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I would think you would think if you got humbled two years in a row by Michigan, you would think that would change. But the way they reacted with the Michigan, when Michigan got up on the mat, the way they folded in that game, it, I just, I have zero confidence. Could it happen? Yeah. Sure. But I don't know why you would be, why I would go into this game talking shit. You know, shout out to those Buckeye fans that are, are paying money to go see this game. <laughs> Boy, we've got we've got a couple of our subscribers. I assume, that, I assume this too. year was pretty well, pretty uh, pretty good for you financially if you're going to this game. But, whew. yeah, I mean, someone's got to do it. I guess there's got to there's got to be we've got to have some ritual sacrifice in the crowd down there. Someone's got to go hang in there. But oh my god, could you imagine? Like fucking a dude. So I went. I, <laughs> I guess went if they win, it's gonna be great. But oh yeah, but sure. like I would save. I'm saving my money. I went sure. To, uh, that's that's the thought for me that, too. Yeah, because yeah. you're gonna get to play Michigan in the title game. I mean, that's yeah, that's right. that's the biggest ticket of all time. Sorry. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. I I went to um, I went to the 2016 Fiesta Bowl where they got blanked to Clemson. I drove across the country to go to that game, and I I knew damn well Ohio State wasn't beating Clemson that year. Clemson's defensive line was just monstrous, and Ohio State's offense was like. I mean, we we all we all watched it, but uh, I, I knew yeah, no. you drove with Eric, right? Didn't point. you drive there with Eric? <sighs> was he there? No, actually, that that game I went with uh, my friend Cam Duffner, and um, I know Cam, and uh, his and another one of our friends Tanner, and some random kid named Rob, which was the funniest thing. But um, the, the the most was it, wasn't Cam at Sports Nowhere uh, on Twitter for a long time. He was, yeah, he's yeah, one, yeah. He's one he of the also, funniest dudes. He also yeah. actually. I feel like I can say this now. He ran the fake lantern Twitter account. I wasn't I wasn't gonna out him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I knew that. I think I met him at a party split in college with you guys. Yeah. So he's he's he still has that account and he posts on it like once every like year or so, but um that was that was him. <laughs> um people thought I ran it for a long time and I was like, No, like this account started before I was in college. Like I would have had to be yeah. damn good at but and I also do think we can say this now as well. DJ, you did run fake urban as well for a long time. Right? <laughs> Dog, that, that's like the one guy. I, I've settled a lot of agendas and a lot of <laughs> fake urban is the one guy that I, I didn't get, dude. And I dude, like everybody knew like he was legit, like this perverted figure, like with legit, like Doug Lane did a profile on him. 
as yeah as as fake urban and he would use his fake urban persona to like hit on i don't know how he thought that would go like if he was planning to show up as like in, a, in an urban meyer skin mask or something to the dates but <laughs> wait, wait, wait you said update hitting on girls from like was he urban. trying to hold on well, let's let's clarify. Let's just let's get into the weeds here. Was he trying to like get new to the fake urban account? Was he trying to set up dates from the fake urban account? Like, what what do we mean? As I recall, he was making very suggestive comments to women, and like there were flower, there was some there was, flowers were involved somehow. If I recall, oh boy, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I oh, God, who did we know? I knew somebody. I, got, I mean, I the funniest timeline here is there were we, like we know multiple, how there were like multiple people. Like if you type in like fake urban horny, there's like multiple. <laughs> references <to it. laughs> the funniest timeline here is finding out that he was actually one of like Shelly's tennis instructors, given how often they interacted on the timeline. <laughs> Probably. I mean, Dude. I mean, in New Orleans, that guy claimed he was from Dayton, said he ran a gym in Gainesville and he had to fire his best trainer because he wouldn't stop fucking Urban's wife. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, the Urban uh, Swingers, that's that's another white whale up there. Urban, like, give me a picture of Urban wearing oh, a cocktail boy. at a swingers club, and I will publish that. No problem. <laughs> Man, it has to exist. We have to know it's out there, but we gotta we gotta get some boots on the ground in Gainesville or something. We'll 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 work on it. Uh man. Uh I wish we, we had some that? of no, those the dogs. Thing. There was another locker room that had some dogs in it. Yeah. Oh, Gainesville? Yeah, I mean, you know, where, where's the Aaron Hernandez on this team? Maurice Corrette said he came out, and Maurice Corrette was a perfect example. You know what I mean? He was winning champions, drive, championships driving around with an AK-47 and a bottle of Grey Goose. You know, we don't need it back. Like, and Urban, like, and it's not like Urban's, and Urban learned his lesson. It's not like, I mean, there were some incidents at Ohio State, but there was no, you know, double murders. There were no serial killers. <laughs> Around, yeah. around in that Ur- Urban really hit the happy medium like, at Ohio State. We have some dogs. Yeah. Well, and we have zero I, dogs. Our dog meter is at an all-time low. I'll, I'll tell a story. I think I told us in the pre. Maybe I, did I tell us the premium? Did I tell the uh, the story about the the arm bar- burglary at the house across the street from me in college? Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 you did. You did. Uh, oh, bleep, bleep that, bleep that out. Can <laughs> bleep that name out, please? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't even say that. Yeah. Uh, Just yeah. A former uh, recruit at Ohio State. A former player. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean the the urban team's had some dogs. The point that I'm making here is, uh, I I think I told the story at length on our premium, but. For, this is a free episode, so for those of you who are hearing it, is it a free episode? I don't know. It'll be free. Um, free it's free now. Like, yeah. Ah. For, the, for those of you who are hearing it, free. Uh, I told a story about a former Ohio State player who uh, committed an armed robbery at the house across from mine in college, uh, and he was looking to get some uh, looking to get some pills. And, and it yeah, wasn't with the full me. That, little... that armed robbery was not with me before anybody started <laughs> None of us were involved. <laughs> I was involved in a separate armed robbery. <laughs> None of us were involved. Uh, it was just a, just a little little thing going on, you know. But uh, yeah, anyway, I don't even know how we got there. But yeah, anyway, no players on our, on Ryan Day's teams are committing armed robbery. That's the problem. No dogs yeah, here. That, that is the problem. No one wants to hit. I, 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 feel, I feel like I feel like Mayan Williams. Mayan Williams would rob a house. 
<laughs> yeah, which, okay, if you were to criminalize one player of the Ohio State team. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, as somebody that has an experience in draft picks in this area. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, if you're looking, I mean, my, yeah, mine would be, you know, mine probably, I mean, you need somebody imposing for sure. You just, okay. I my think thing, my thing all of your defensive linemen should be, okay. should be in that category. No, you're good. Oh, so yeah. Every defensive lineman you have on your roster, you should be a little bit scared of. Like if you're, if yeah. you're the, if you're not his position coach, yeah. if you're not Larry John, if you're Ryan Day coming to talk to that position group, you should be a little nervous about how you talk to him. If you have good I, players, if you're the right yeah. mentality in those players, you should be a little bit anxious. That's, that's totally <laughs> fair. No, and I, I mean that's that's what like that's why I, I said Mayan Williams is like that's the dude that like he does not he like initiates contact like he's the dude who's like gonna yeah like he's he's a violent violent man maybe I don't know how that extends off the football field I've never met the dude but um, I imagine that he is a uh, you know, ca- capable of um, of mean things if need be. So I don't know. Just got just, just got to keep his stomach liner intact. Yeah, apparently. Oh yeah, the, this this great great warrior is brought down by the flu. Some Alexander the Great ass, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I, I think your general point is totally valid though. Like this, like you see Georgia as like this mean imposing football team, and that's really not what Ohio State is, but. Um, that's not what Ohio State's identity has been for a few years. You know, like it's it's a finesse football team that's going to throw the ball. So the reality, like the question is, can can yeah. you throw the ball on Georgia? I mean, here's the thing, too, is like like Ryan, not to make this whole, I feel like every podcast do nowadays just referring him on Ryan Day, which my bad, guys. It's the end of the season. It's kind of just how I'm thinking. But but I'm sure it'll get look, better like he's, if we lose. <laughs> it'll get better, yeah, I have no doubt. Uh <laughs> But look, he's made some conscious choices on how to run the program. I think that's one, like become a more of a finesse team. That's also two, like it was came up in the, in the Andy Staples article this week. I don't know if you guys saw it about like practice schedules and practice habits, but it's also to kind of run more of an NFL style uh, practice game plan where it's like a little, it's a little less in-season hitting, a little less stuff like that. Uh, and a little more like, you know, body maintenance and um like he, he's done some stuff. Basically it's taken away some elements of physicality from the program. And that's been a conscious choice. And we'll see how it looks. I don't think the answers to the return so far are not very good, right? The question is like, can you still have a team that has an edge? It's physical, it's mean, it's nasty, that can fight. And it's also a team where you actively don't recruit any players that have an edge. You recruit players that are more like good guys, good kids, whatever. And you have a passing first game and you also don't really hit in practice. Like if you do all those things, can you still have a team that has the outcome? It's what you want, which is a physical nasty team. Uh, I think the answer is probably definitely no, right? It's almost certainly no, uh, I guess we'll see, right? It's the Ryan Day agenda. We'll find out. But I don't know. Specific matchups this game. You guys want to get into that shit? You guys want to talk about I don't yeah, know, how they're going to match up on Georgia? Or... We can at least do offense on defense and then defense on offense or whatever. So what? Yeah. I don't know. It's before, like before we do that, you, you know yes, what's you go. You know what's going to be uh, you know what's going to be good on good uh, is when. When these hosts this podcast put on that home field apparel, huh? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> yeah, buddy. Good on good. That's what I'm. That's that's gonna be good on good. Is is a, you know a subscriber to meetatmidfield.com wearing some home field apparel gear. Uh, just got a hoodie for our little brother for Christmas uh, from Home Field Apparel. One of his gifts uh, said it's wonderful, best hoodie he's ever had. Very comfortable. I'm, uh, I'm you know. wearing I'm wearing mine out of the Casey Anthony collection. <laughs> <laughs> I do her think, winter, her, I think winter line, gonna... her winter line is something fierce and it, you know, <laughs> it works great for bisexuals. So 
<laughs> I do think I do think the home field pivot to true crime bisexuals has been a pretty cool. It's a it, it, it's a good yeah. market move. I think the overlap between that and, and online college football fans is is basically it's, it's like every. Right. Every Twitter college football boy dates a bisexual true crime girl. Yeah, that seems right. Is that, I mean, this is this is your guys' experience. No, this is this is what I'm like. 100%. Yeah, it's 100%. true in Argentina even. I once I yeah. once had a I once had a girlfriend that she didn't have a job and she was one of my roommates and she'd come in and the AC was always blowing so cold. And she used to watch true crime all the all the time, like twenty four seven. So all she would do just blow our AC on blast and watch true crime. And I used to be like, John, you know, she's, <laughs> she's gonna knock you off. And he broke out. They were engaged for like some ridiculous. I'm dating for seven years, engaged for like multiple years. He broke it off with text message. <laughs> Tough. Yeah, I assume he's in a barrel. I haven't talked to him in years. I even heard what he's up to. I assume he's in a barrel of acid somewhere out in Nevada. But <laughs> and you know what? If you find yourself face to face the barrel of acid, why women that are into true crime? Or... <laughs> you gotta watch out for them. And uh, they do say, I believe, that home field apparel hoodies uh, and t-shirts do protect you from barrels of acid. They say it's yes. acid resistant. Uh, acid resistant please that's how the police will be able uh, to identify you <laughs> the home field apparel is just like fine yeah. your, your body's dissolved but the apparel itself is just totally fine yeah and that's the home field apparel promise they do guarantee that that if you're ever murdered you can and and you your clothes do dissolve you get a money back guarantee um so just keep that in mind in the future and don't forget to use the code meet at midfield 15 percent off your first order um you know, that perfect, you know, you get that Christmas cash. You, you, if you listen to our podcast, you probably live at home, right? Your grandma gives you a lot of cash for Christmas. For sure. um, you don't really hang out. Just steal it friends. out of her purse if she doesn't. <laughs> He's not paying attention. <laughs> Just spend that, spend grandma's gold hard cash. I don't feel Granny's been zanning out for the last two years. You could spend grandma's money on meth instead. Spend it on home field apparel and make sure to use our coupon code while you do it. Um, meet at midfield for, for your first order. If, now, if you've been stealing grandma's cash for a while to put it on home field apparel, you cannot use the coupon code. It's for first timers only, but um, go, right. go ahead and use meet at midfield for your first purchase. And you know what else really quick here uh, is that if you are uh, a subscriber to this, or no, sorry, you're not a subscriber to this, you're just a fucking guy listening to this. You can, anyone can listen to this. Uh, you use the code HOLIDAYS on midfield.com. You're going to get 50% off your semi-annual or annual subscription. So you want to, you're listening to this podcast, you're a freeloader, you're hanging out. Come join the boards. Come, come hang out with the gang with the code HOLIDAYS. Come wear the case off. <laughs> Anthony bisexual winter line. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Dog, I don't know if you can hear my squeak coming through on the audio, but my laughs are coming out of just pure squeaks right now. I have a like pretty a bad sinus toy. infection. Like a dog. Yeah, toy. I sound like a I'm, I sound like a dog just got into like the throat of a, <laughs> a little stuffed rabbit you got it for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, this is bad. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Um, anyway, speaking of speaking of German shepherds getting into the squeaker toy, what about Georgia's <laughs> defense against Ohio State's offense? Well, I'm concerned about Soldier Chris. Soldier Chris, tell us about Soldier Chris, DJ. The safety Soldier Chris, he's an all-American. I just operate on pure monikers. All right, now, it Mary, like I, I believe in pure monikers, right? Like, because they marry me. I have guys like Fuzzy Slipper, Malt Liquor, like you know, those are names you remember. Like, I heard they they got this guy Soldier Chris, an all-American safety, and I, I don't know. Man. By the way, like, by the way, it's fight, spelled, if you're fighting it's a guy for a Soldier Boy. Dollars, it's like Soldier Boy, S O U L J. Yeah, even more concerning. Right. Yeah. 
if you saw that, like, if you were just, if you're like, we have a million dollars for you, you just have to beat this guy in a knife fight. All right, great. Who am I fighting? Soldier Chris comes out of the transfer portal. <laughs> Before you materialize, you'd be like, who the fuck is Soldier Chris? <laughs> How did he get that name? You know, why did he soldier? <laughs> Like none of my friends have ever called me Soldier DJ, so that's a and like if that's if that's gonna start like if if we're gonna lose, there's gonna be a disastrous CJ Stroud interception, right? I feel that's how it could go. It's a, it's a tight game right off the bat. CJ just tries to do because he, he's been prone to that a couple times this year. He's made some dumb fuck throws and a triple coverage. He hasn't technically been burned by a lot. I'm sure the stats might say otherwise, but. You know, he throws a dumbass interception to Soldier Chris running the other way. Then we get the goth face going. I, I don't know. It's it's perturbing to say the least. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, that. I mean, he's got. <laughs> I can't go giggling. It's Soldier Chris. <laughs> it's, 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 the funny part is their their next most notable, or maybe their most notable defensive back is a guy named Keely. That's yeah. like uh, that's like a white girl from Arizona's name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Keely Ringo. That is that is that is not a, a, a first round pick. Like you, want, you, want, you want another name from Marion? Wet Rat. Yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, give me the why. Give me the why. Like, would you want Would you want to fight a dude named Wet Rat? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Dude, we had a guy. You know, like, and, uh, we, we don't even have, like, it goes back to the dog factors. We don't even have, like, what are our nicknames? Meatball's pretty good. Chop's good, I guess, but that's two Chop. for one guy. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. <laughs> you know, Marvelous Marv. Okay, maybe he might sound like Marvelous Marvin Hagler. You know, that might work out. Sure. Route Man Marv. Route Man Marv is pretty good, but that it's is pretty still, Marv's good. Where, where are the routes at? Um, <laughs> you know, JTT. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, the boy Ben Sensation from Hanson is stepping out. <laughs> yeah, he hates that nickname too. Yeah, he uh, does. He? That's fair. I'll get rid yeah. of that, man. No, it's all no, good. It's, it's just, it's, yeah. It it's his fault. It's a confusing nickname. Right, because his, his name is like, it combines his first name and last name. So calling him JTT. Right, like, it's Jalen Tumalolo. Now I got to say, right. that's, that's a mouthful. So going by JTT yeah. doesn't make sense because there's no second T. Ah. Yeah, it's kind of it's like a it's like an ATM machine situation. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's fair. I don't know. Uh, Josh, we, we had a kid. We had to be like Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like that. Respect. When when guys named Michael are like you're like hey Mike and they're like actually it's Michael. Let's shut the fuck up. Like that's the one name. Yeah. Like your name's. There's some nicknames you can't. Michael, you like can't pick, like yeah. you're, you're Mike. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. Also Tom. If you're Thomas, you can, you can call you Tom. But the rest of it, that's fair. Like I, I can. And also, by the way, if you're a grown man, you've got to drop any Billy's, Tommy's, uh, uh, Mikey's. Just cut those. You gotta. You gotta cut that shit out. See, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't see. I don't. Anything that can get rid of your government, like DJ. Like people know my name is DJ, right? What is sure. Jason? They can they can normally get the get the D like Donald. Like people be like, oh, you know, I love when people on Twitter be like, okay, Donald, oh, don't use my government name, but they don't yeah. know what the J stands for. Like I'm giving Did people you, like <laughs> nobody Did you ever. See a video it. of uh, of Steph nobody Curry's kid it. last week with the Warriors. Uh, I tried to was, stay away from Steph Curry. Comedy. Yeah, I'm not a fan <laughs> either. But but they were Steph had his kid with them. They're walking off the court, uh, and Clay was behind them. 
And uh, Clay says, like, what's up with the kid? And he was like, nice game, Clay Thompson. And he was like, damn, the full Gubby? <laughs> <laughs> the full Gubby. <laughs> we, have a, there's a, good. we had a kid in middle school who had a nickname I still don't understand to this day. His name was like something Williams. Like It was just like a, a kind of pretty normal first and last name. But his nickname was Murph. I still don't know why I called him Murph. Like, I don't know what it was for, but the, the Murph became a thing because he was just famously the least funny guy anyone knew. Like, ter- the worst joke tell you ever heard in your life was constantly trying to make people laugh and horrible at it. Just told the worst jokes you ever knew. So it's still, I, I, think, I think my little brother said that his greatest is anymore, but like for kids 10 years younger than Murph knew him because if someone told a bad joke, they would just say Murph with this hand signal to you. Uh, it would just make you told <laughs> a terrible fucking joke. It, it carried on for, I'm not kidding, a decade after he was gone from that school. Uh, it was That's still so around. Funny. Murph. It's so funny, dude. Um, anyway, I hope he's still well. I, bet, still, I bet White Rat would fuck him up. <laughs> the, oh, Murph could not fight. Yeah, Murph was... <laughs> <laughs> Funniest nickname story I ever had was when I was a senior, um, there was this freshman. I did not play lacrosse, but I had a friend. I had a few friends who played lacrosse in the lacrosse team. There yep. was a freshman who was on the lacrosse team, and they called, like, one of the senior guys ran into him and his family at the movies, and this was when The Hobbit was out. And he goes, what you doing here? He didn't remember his name. And he goes, what you doing here? And he was like, oh, I'm going to see The Hobbit with my family. And he was like, oh, cool, Bilby. And he like didn't, it's like obviously short for Bilbo, and he like he called him Bilby, and like the rest of the year the entire team called him Bilby, and I like ran into the kid like a while ago, and like it's been like ten years at this point, motherfucker still goes by Bilby because he went to the movies to see The Hobbit with his family once. What? <laughs> so Dude, there's there's a guy on. There's a, there's a guy down here in Argentina, just friends of friends. It's like in a friend group I'm in. And they call him Hobbit because he's like a short kid. <laughs> but they say it they say it in the Argentinian accent too. So it's like, ah, oh, Hobbit. <laughs> I love that. And they just refer like his name's Maddie. They just call him like Maddie Hobbit or 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 <laughs> you know, Hobbit. It's we had, really we had a dude named Trash Man. He got broken up by a girl who, who went <laughs> Who became the state senator eventually, but she broke up with Trash Man because he went to the wrong school. <laughs> she called him. He's like, he's like, babe. He was like, babe. I, the order's not here. He's come back. <laughs> and he had like a good. He was like, well, what about like their son, her son? And she was like, you don't get to see him anymore anymore. Like, delete all your stuff. <laughs> I walked into my buddy Sheen's house and I was like, I was like, Sheen, I was like, what's Trash Man doing here? And he's like, well, you might as well tell, you might as well tell him, Trash Man. <laughs> that, wo- that woman, that woman went on to win a state senate seat. The Republicans spent a million dollars against her. She quit the race for eight hundred dollars, and, and she won a state senate seat. Was state senator for four hundred years. Four hundred years. I love. I love. They did like, name Trash Man. I love. I love that we've been talking about nicknames and like this was just like an oh yeah nickname that DJ pulled out like Trash Man. Like you know, it wasn't, this wasn't even like your first one. It's like. You just oh, said this bro. on the back yeah. like, we've, we've each said like three nicknames and DJ's like, yeah, trash man. <laughs> <laughs> and I, lo- I, love, I love the situation of you walking in and your friend is casually referring to him as trash man. Like, oh, you might as yeah, well tell we gra- trash man. Bro, we graduate. Yeah, because I, 
He was like my beer pong rival, bro. And he came in one day. He was like, he got back from the dentist, and he goes, "I've got gingivitis." <laughs> <laughs> and it was like oh, it was like that time in your that was his college career where nobody actually went to class. You just hung out with our friends and got high all day and played video games. So it was like a sitcom entrance. He's like, yeah. "I got gingivitis." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just thought, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, trash man? Like, I think I was like, I just thought that was a, like a disease that like Dennis made up to like sell, you know, mouthwash. And <laughs> I know, I know a guy, <laughs> and it just stuck. So we could just call him Trash Man for you. He, he eventually oh. graduated, but yeah, oh, that's Trash right, man. man in college. God loves stupid fucking nicknames. Um, anyway, the point is that Ohio State's toast because they don't have any <laughs> like if we're just doing a nickname yeah. metric. But by that by that definition, oh, though, I would think like I would think like Miami should be the best team in college football, right? Because like that just seems like a team that should be full of nicknames. Yeah, I mean maybe, but I don't know. I guess the I mean the biggest difference is that I think Georgia's a lot better at football than Ohio State is. I think yeah, that's what it comes down to. That is that is <laughs> so, yeah. that's kind of. I mean, it's like if you try to just roll the dice, you know, and if you're just talking about roll the dice, I mean, there's, I, I would give Ohio State six to like four and 10 at best, at best, like probably three and 10, maybe. Yeah. Honestly, I can't remember ever odds, talking like, like this for an Ohio State game. And this is like if you, if you roll the, the dice of Ryan Day, if you roll the dice 10 times, he's saying if you roll the dice 10 times, he thinks Ohio State might win three. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, there's obviously a pathway, right? Like, I mean, they can't oh, yeah. win football. Yeah, and I guess starts fucking around. We get up a couple scores early. Day's not a, a doesn't pussyfoot around. Maybe. Yeah. I guess here, here's my concern is uh, the, the game I come back to isn't the Oregon game. So I don't think they're going to get Oregon. I think it's the Tennessee game, right? Because, yeah. like, Tennessee, for all their flaws, Tennessee obviously a, a least a less talented version of Ohio State and a little more predictable one. But, like, they also came into that game knowing what they were going to try to do to, to, to Georgia. Right? They were like, look, Georgia's corners aren't their best strength. We're going to take a man-to-man, play them deep, and win. And they couldn't do it, but they tried it, right? That was their game plan. That's pretty much what a high State's game plan has to be. It's like deep shots. like that's Because you're not going to beat – we know the red zone offense. We've seen the results of high State's red zone offense for four straight years now. They're not going to just march the ball down on field and all of a sudden become the most efficient team in college football in the red zone. That's not what they do. They don't. That's not how Ryan Day's teams work, right? So – they have to basically score an explosive pass play. So they're not going to do it on the ground. And that was the case for Tennessee, the exact situation. And Georgia basically just manned up their receiver and said, okay, we got it. And they handled their receivers. And do I think Ohio State's receivers are better? Like, yeah, a little bit. They're probably a little bit better than Tennessee's, but they're not so, night and day better, right? Tennessee's one of the best receiving cores in America. For sure. Uh, I also, I think the thing, the thing for me though, is Tennessee or Georgia let Tennessee hang around a lot in that game. And I think that Ohio State's defense is miles better than Tennessee's is. Like, not even in the same galaxy to me. Tennessee's defense is atrocious. And Ohio State's, despite the Michigan game, is a good defense. Like, it is a legitimately good defense. And so I think think so. if if Georgia, when they were getting the ball back a lot, they still only ended up like, they they didn't like blow Tennessee out in that game even. Like, they... they No, they didn't break 30. They had like 27. I think it was like 26 or something like that. And so like, the number of chances that they got, they still only ended up with 26 points against Tennessee. Like this is not a team that's going to score a lot of points. And so I I just think that if anything, like everybody's going to talk about, this is how it always goes. Everybody wants to talk about the, the strength on strength matchup of 
Ohio State's offense versus Georgia's defense. And to me, that's that's a wash. That's not like that. Like it matters. But what matters to me is actually Georgia's offense versus Ohio State's defense. And I just don't know if Georgia like Georgia has some playmakers. They've got Brock Bowers. They've got Darnell Washington. Um, like they, they've, they've got some guys. They've got really dynamic running back who's a pass catcher out of the, you know, out of the backfield and stuff like that. But those guys won like Ohio State's been beaten downfield by, you know, Receivers. receivers like like deep receivers yeah the send the middle of the field has been fine they're a team that has a base set with three safeties which works great against a team that has their three best pass catchers as a tight or two tight ends and a running back like all in all like schematically georgia's offense versus ohio state's defense right now like this is a great matchup for ohio state and I think people are just really nervous because Michigan hypothetically should have been a great matchup for Ohio State too. And I think there's reasons why they weren't. Um, it really comes down to yeah. just execution and like a, a couple blown plays and stuff like that. But like, if there's any team that Ohio State's built to have success against on defense, it's a team like Georgia. I'd be much more nervous if Ohio, like offensively, if Ohio State was playing a team like Tennessee or a team like USC or a team like uh, TCU, because I think those teams could really hurt Ohio State downfield. And I just think that if Ohio State plays comfortably and doesn't, you know, doesn't press, doesn't do anything dumb, uh, this is a Georgia team that they should be able to slow down. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I, I think I think it should go that way. Um, I, I will say, like, maybe some of the problem here has been that in games where Ohio State's defense keeps them in it, and the offense doesn't counterpunch quickly enough, yeah. they get worn down, right? I think the defense is schematically good, and I think the defense has some playmakers on it. But whether it's an issue of conditioning or an issue of mental toughness, whatever, whatever you want to call it with the problem that's been... It gets worn down. They do... F- they get worn down. Yeah, and that's what happened against Michigan, right? That defense kept them in it for long enough, and then yep. after a couple punches and the offense not responding, the defense quit too. Yep. And that's just can't what happened. That, that just can't be what happens this game, right? I think if they can hang in there, I'll say this: if I see a good defensive touchdown, I think they win the game for sure, one hundred percent. Because I, I just, I don't, I don't think Georgia's going to score enough points for it to be for Ohio State to ever beat. Like everybody's talking about a blowout. Like I just don't see Georgia scoring enough points for it to ever be like out of reach. Like this is a game that's going to be, if it's a blowout, then it's 2016 Clemson. Yeah. Something like that. Like Ohio state just can't score, which I just don't see happening either. Cause like it's, as frustrating as this offense has been. Like, it's not like, uh, I didn't see it happen against something. Clemson. Uh, and Savage called it. Savage Ohio Tiger state's offense it. in 2016 is nowhere close to the same. Like you have a high, but, but at the same time, but I could see them laying down. Yeah, but that's the thing. Look at Ohio's performance on offense against playoff teams. Under Ryan Day, they played, what, five playoff teams? 2019 Clemson, 2020 Clemson, 2020 Bama, 2021 Michigan, 2022 Michigan. And of those five games, there's one of them where they broke 30 points. Yeah. Like, the offense has failed a lot against good opponents. But the, yeah, the but that's the not brightest. I think that's a... Yeah, of course, of course, of course. But, like, is it crazy that Georgia gets the – I don't know. Like, is it something, like – 41 21 i think that's great that's a blowout right i mean that's a blowout i don't think it's a crazy you think score. georgia's gonna score 41 points that, like, like that's it for me like i just i just don't see a, a, a cj points. pick six yeah i mean cj's throwing a pick six already this year like a cj pick six and the team quits so in the second great. half i guess it's possible like i can see it, it it's just, possible yeah like how many games has georgia scored over 30 or over 40 this year like it, against oregon for sure yeah um and then South Carolina, they, I guess. Yeah, they, 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 do they did it to LSU. Yeah, they did it to LSU. They have so like I, the number seven overall scoring offense or something, right? Yeah, I, I guess they can. I, I guess what it comes down what it comes down to to me is like, 
I agree with you, right? If we look at this game schematically, we put on we put on a little Ross Fulton has this this game. Like I think that Ohio State absolutely can hang with Georgia. There's no doubt about that in my mind. I 100 percent agree with that. I think if you put on the like the recruit, if you put on your Ari Wasserman hat, like the talent, like I think, yeah, they can hang with Georgia. It, it, but like if you actually like look at how does this team perform when the moments are brightest, the lights are brightest, the moments are biggest. Is it good enough? Do they actually live up to those expectations? Yep. And against a team, especially like this, that's that's capable of pushing them. I think the answer is almost definitely not, right? Like that's that's so like, yeah. If, it, like if this game's played on paper, Ohio State can definitely hang there. I just don't have like maybe it's just negative fucking Nancy of me. I know it is, but I just think they actually we actually get that best version. I don't think we're getting the best yeah. Ohio State because no. when do we ever get that anymore? That's that's fair. And I, I think I think for me, I'm more of a. I'm more of a wait and see here because I see this as like, this is Ryan Day's chance. Like this game is Ryan Day's chance. I am waiting to form my opinion based on what happens in this game. And it, I, I should, it should, I agree. Like the way that they handled Michigan, that, that, that should have been a problem. Like I agree. I agree why I understand why that was a lot of people's final straws is the way Ohio state played against Michigan. For me, he's got a great opportunity to completely shut me up and shut everybody up with two wins in the playoff. And so I'll see, you know, like I'll, I'll sit back and watch and I will react to how yeah, they, they play, you know, like I, I think that it's, it's totally reasonable to be pessimistic. Um, I, I can see why people would still be optimistic based on the way Ohio state, even if you look back at the way they prepared for Clemson and the way the game plan they had against Clemson and the way they played against Clemson in 2020, that was only two years ago. So um, I just, I, I don't think it's impossible that they come out and have a really good game plan and, um, you know, show why they were, because, I mean, this is one of the, this was always deemed as one of the national title contenders all season. It was Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama, really. Those were, like, the three teams, if you, like, looked at all the advanced stats and stuff like that, that have had a chance to win the national title before the season. So I don't think that's magically changed. Um, and I think yeah. there's a lot of reasons why, you know, this team couldn't win, but there's a lot of reasons why they could, too. And so... Um, all that to say, like, I, I, you know, I, I know you don't, you're not optimistic that things would go well, but if it does, like, this is a chance, you know, this is Ryan Day's chance yeah. to prove all, that entire narrative wrong. And so I'll, I'll give it 100%. to him. I'll give it to him. And if, if he does, then great. I'll, you know, I'll be on the podcast saying like, look, like he had this chance. He did it. Um, now he's got to do it again against Michigan or TCU, whoever, you know, but um, flip side, this is a chance. He still has the same chance that he had, and if he uh, blows it, then the narrative's only going to get worse, and that will solidify it in my mind. So, um, big game for big yeah. Game for I think a, I think a blowout here to me is like, even though he won't be fired if he gets blown out in this game, I think I of course he'll, he'll understand that. It, yeah, next year is just it's just a, it's just a matter of time, right? It's just yeah. we've, we know how the movie ends. There's nothing changing. Like with a, with a month's layoff with this team, everything you have in front of you and you don't improve anything, you don't change it, you don't answer the bell for the last two Michigan games, then it's done, right? You're, you're never getting better after that. Like, that's, it's just, it's over. So if he has any shame, he'll take an NFL job. Yeah, right. If he, he should go be the, the Colts offensive coordinator or something. Go, get the fuck out of town. Like, yeah, we, we'll, we'll take Sean McVay. He's in, he's in yeah. Ohio State. What, is the, football, what is the football Ohio equivalent of Ritual Sapuku? Uh, <laughs> going to work for Cleveland, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ryan Day for Browns head coach. If <laughs> you're a Browns fan, DJ, would you would you take Ryan Day over Kevin Stefanski right now? They're the same fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Would you take a new version of that yeah, guy right yeah, now? Yes. Yes. 
Yes, yeah. because they're the same uh, and I'm going to alleviate it. And at least, like, Kevin Stefanski, he, his handsomeness, his chiseled jaw, his uh, sugar daddy, salt and pepper, has hidden the fact this guy is the biggest fucking nerd in the planet, dude. Like, like the biggest nerd. Like, he might is this acne-ridden teenager. Like, Ramsey had this clip on the Sadcast, uh, and he gets like they they beat the Baltimore Ravens, and he gets up there and he goes, "I come bearing stats." Who likes stats? <laughs> like, so we're calling him Kevin from accounting, and Brian Day. I'm they're the same. They're the same guy. So right now. I would honestly like they they got to fire Stefanski anyway. They're not going to because they're the Browns and they're all uh, engulfed in this current project to rehabilitate a sexual predator who's a bottom five quarterback. Right. And so I think they need to fire him. They won't. But I would take Ryan Day in the town. He's a, he's he's an NFL guy. Like I don't. It know. really is crazy. You guys are worse than the Steelers again, huh? I mean, like not not sorry not to turn. Is it crazy? Is it is it is it crazy? I don't. I mean, that's the word I would use. (laughs) I guess given it's just man, I I sat on a bar stool in Columbus, dude. Like I sat I sat on a bar stool in in Columbus uh, right before the 2021 season and had two friends, two different friends who didn't know each other, just that met me there, who were incredulous the idea that I thought the Browns weren't the, the heaviest Super Bowl favorite in the league that year. That I, that I said that they, like, like, he's like, you have to admit we're the favorite for this, for this title. The favorite? I was like, well, I... No. We got to get out of here. I got to go. I got I to gotta go. I got to go. Yeah, I'm sorry, nice sorry. We're I'm talking a, about the Browns. Browns. I... <laughs> All right, so, so wait, we should give score predictions. We should give score predictions. Yeah. Uh, what you guys got? God damn! It. I'll, I'll go. God, I'll, God. I'll go. I'm gonna go Georgia 38, Ohio State 20. DJ, what you got? God forgive me. Ryan Day Joker mode. Ohio State 42, <laughs> Georgia 17. I good God. Wow. I, I'm, I'm calling okay. it. What the fuck do I, I got I, to lose? What the fuck do I yeah. got? I thought, to I, thought lose? I was going to be the only one that, that called Ohio State winning. I, I, like, I think Ohio State gonna... win the game. I I think they can. I I will go I'll go Ohio State 35, Georgia 28. You guys are perverted. You guys are you have a deep sickness in your uh, brains. And I... <laughs> we're getting we're getting to Stetson early. We're getting to Stetson early. <laughs> we're gonna ruffle Look, those. I I will be. People think I'm going to be so owned if Ryan Day wins this game. I want nothing more. I want us to win, just to clarify. Yeah. Oh, you said it. I mean, yeah. I would like. I would like. You're going to give a fuck. Like, I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. That's no, going to be awesome. I, I want nothing more. I'm than just, Ryan yeah. Day. He's going to be ruined. So. <laughs> All right. Well, there, there we are. Those are your, those are your predictions. Um, I don't. I don't really have anything else to say. I guess we'll we'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe to me at midfield. Uh, uh, subscribe to. Buy home field apparel. Subscribe to meet at midfield. Uh, I don't know. Send DJ a picture of your ass. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Go Bucks. Yeah. On, on that note, go Bucks. Michigan sucks. And help is on the way.